Chapter Fifty Four of Verses Popular and Humorous by Henry Lawson. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Constable McCarthy's Investigation Most unpleasantly adjacent to the haunts of lower orders stood a terrace in the city when the current year began and a notice indicated there were vacancies for boarders in the middle house and lodgings for a single gentleman. Now, a singular observer could have seen but few attractions, whether in the house or Mrs. or the notice or the street. But at last there came a lodger whose appearances and actions puzzled Constable McCarty the policeman on the beat he the single gent was wasted almost to emaciation and his features were the palest that mccarty ever saw and these indications pointing to a pass of dissipation greatly strengthened the suspicions of the agent of the law he the lodger hang the pronoun seemed to like the stormy weather when the elements in battle kept it up a little late yet he'd wander in the moonlight when the stars were close together taking ghostly consolation in a visionary state he would walk the streets at midnight when the storm king raised his banner walk without his old umbrella wave his arms above his head or he'd fold them tight and mutter in a wild disjointed manner while the town was wrapped in slumber and he should have been in bed said the constable on duty sure oi wonder what his trade is and the constable would watch him from the shadow of a wall but he never picked a pocket and he ne'er accosted ladies and the constable was puzzled what to make of him at all now mccarty had arrested more than one notorious dodger he had heard of men afflicted with the strangest kind of fads but he couldn't fix a station or the business of the lodger who at times would chum with cagers and at other times with cads and the constable would often stand and wonder how the gory showed the stranger got his living for he loafed the time away and he often sought a hillock when the sun went down in glory just as if he was a mourner at the burial of the day mac had noticed that the lodger did a mighty lot of smoking and could stow away a longin never winking so he could and mccarty once at midnight came upon the lodger poking round about suspicious alleys where the common houses stood yet the constable had seen him in a class above suspicion seen him welcomed with effusion by a dozen tony gents seen him driving in the buggy of a rising politician through the gateway of a member's tony private residence 
and the constable off duty had observed the lodger slipping down a lane to where the river opened on the ocean wide where he'd stand for hours gazing at the distant anchored shipping but he never took his coat off so it wasn't suicide for the constable had noticed that a man who's filled with loathing for his selfish fellow creatures and the evil things that be will for some mysterious reason shed a portion of his clothing ere he takes his first and final plunge into eternity and mccarty once at midnight be it said to his abasement left his beat and climbed a railing of considerable height just to watch the lodger's shadow on the curtain of his casement while the little room was lighted in the listening hours of night now at first the shadow hinted that the substance sat indicting now it indicated toothache or the headache and again twould exaggerate the gestures of a dipsomaniac fighting those original conceptions of a whiskey sodden brain then the constable retreating scratched his head and muttered sora one of me can understand it but i'll keep my eye on him divil take him and his tantrums he's a lunatic begora or if he was up to mischief he'd be sure to douse the glim but McCarty wasn't easy, for he had a vague suspicion that a scheme was being plotted, and he thought the matter down, till his mind was pretty certain that the business was sedition, and the man, in league with others, sought to overthrow the crown. But in spite of observation, Mac received no information, and was forced to stay inactive being puzzled for a charge that the lodger was a madman seemed the only explanation though the house was scarcely harbor such a lunatic at large his appearance failed to warrant apprehension as a vagrant though twas getting very shabby as the constable could see but mccarty in the meantime hoped to catch him in a flagrant breach of peace or the intention to commit a felony for digression there is leisure and it is the writer's pleasure just to pause a while and ponder on a painful legal fact being forced to say in sorrow and a line of doubtful measure that there's nothing so elastic as the cruel vagrant act now mccarty knew his duty and was brave as any lion but he dreaded being landed in an influential bog as the chances were he would be if the man he had his eye on was a person of importance who was traveling in cog want of sleep and over worry seemed to tell upon mccarty he was thirsty more than ever but his appetite resigned he was previously reckoned as a jolly chap and hearty but the mystery was lying like a mountain on his mind 
though he tried his best he couldn't get a hold upon the lodger for the latter's antecedents weren't known to the police they considered that the devil was a dark and artful dodger who was scheming under cover for the downfall of the peace twas a simple explanation though mccarty didn't know it which with half his penetration he might easily have seen for the object of his dangerous suspicions was a poet who was not so wildly famous as he thought he should have been and the constable grew thinner till one morning little dramon of the sort of revelation that was leaping from his sheath he alighted on some verses in the columns of the Freeman, with the christian name and surname of the lodger underneath now mccarty and the poet are as brother is to brother or at least as brothers should be and they very often meet on the lonely block at midnight and they wink at one another disappearing down the byway of a shanty in the street and the poet's name you're asking well the ground is very tender you must wait until the public put the guilt upon the name till glorious sorrow drowning and perhaps a final bender heralds his triumphant entrance to the thunder halls of fame End of chapter 54